What's up? My name's Austin. Welcome to What You Know, the show where I try to figure out what's going on. Tonight's thought is about darkness. Very brooding topic. Or is it? Hopefully it's not all bad. I'm finding that the further in life that I get, the further into adulthood I get, the more I am encountering darkness. Maybe a better way to say it is the more I am becoming aware of darkness. It's not like, uh, it's not like more darkness is happening in my life as I get older. It's, it's my ability to see it as an adult maybe. And navigating it is an unsolvable mystery. I don't think there's a way to escape dark feelings entirely. I think it's a part of life. I feel like the achievable goal is to figure out how to deal with it and how to manage darkness in so many forms. It's funny that like the literal thing of darkness, you know, as it gets darker out here and becomes night, it has such a relationship with the feelings that come along with it. Me personally, I struggle lately with uh, getting to bed sometimes. I'll have nightmares. The worst thing is when you wake up at like 3 a.m. and your brain is still totally asleep in some ways, but you're conscious and it's kind of this middle ground, this hallucination zone, you know, like the, the other night <laughs> I woke up at around that time and there was a suitcase in the corner of my room, but I could have sworn it was a dude crouching, waiting to leap at me and kill me or something. But seldom do I have those uh, experiences, that scary stuff in the middle of the day. You know, darkness has a way of allowing our imaginations to fill in the gaps. That's why we dream at night, right? That's why we don't have vivid hallucinations in the middle of the day because darkness gives a canvas for our brains to project or something. It's funny talking about this stuff when I'm not actually feeling that down um, because I can feel the, um, the topic itself sort of bleeding into my mood where I'm not feeling bad 
but bringing it up has a way of bringing me down just a little bit. You know, I can feel it in the periphery. I can notice maybe a little PTSD of past experiences with fear, anxiety. Oh, this sweet dog. I'll tell you what though, puppy dogs are a good way to combat darkness. It's weird just having a thing that is so filled with love and affection, just endlessly. This homie's just a good time all the time. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't have nearly as many uh, bad dreams as I did when I was younger, I don't think. In fact, the bulk of my dreams, I feel like, were uh, very positive, very imaginative. Like, I can recall a dream of eating like an out-of-this-world cookie where no cookie in real life could have tasted that good, could have made me feel that awesome. But in that dream, that cookie did, and it was a, it was a really good time. And it's funny how that same space where nightmares can exist, the opposite can sit there just as easily. You know? And I'm wondering if, uh, if at nighttime that positivity can permeate those dark corners of my room as easily as the negativity can. Sounds like a lot of work though to shift my mindset like that. But the, the older I'm getting, the more I am realizing that anything good, anything in the way of progress takes so much work. Mercy. I hate how easy it is to feel bad Laziness has a way of bringing along with it sadness and boredom and darkness, you know. I'm a victim to having too much time on my hands. I do not manage free time well. I tend to, um, I tend to waste away a little bit. It's fun at first, you know, like, oh, I can do anything I want. I can eat a bunch of good food. I can go somewhere. I can make something. I can hang out with an awesome dog. But at a certain point, that lack of structure 
invites, at least for me, and this time in my life, an overactive and negative imagination. I find that when things slow down and I'm not busy, if I don't have something to do, my brain has a way of steering me into a darker place. And maybe that's not the problem, right? Maybe that's a symptom of overarching anxieties about certain things in my life, certain people, certain fears about the future. I mean, I'm starting to thinking about being a dad and what a tremendous weight that is to be responsible for a child. Is there any bigger responsibility than uh, having someone else's life in your hands? So there's things to worry about. <laughs> there's things to mull over and overthink and freak out about. And maybe it's not those things, but it's the excessive stewing on those things that generates seemingly random darkness in silence. It's funny how hard it is to track the source of anxiety down. It always feels like it's coming at you from a million different directions. And the way my brain perceives it is if there's six problems going on, they're all stacked up on top of each other. And I'm bearing the weight of those things, you know, on my shoulders. And that itself is just a tough way to perceive reality, that everything's on top of you. And I'm trying to figure out a way to readjust my perspective to take those things, those, those same things, and not get rid of them, you know, because <laughs> most of these things are not so easy to get rid of. But to um, take each one of them and set them down, you know? set them in a manageable space. This is all in my head, you know, like, this is me trying to figure out how to work through anxiety. But I just think it's very important to somehow shift from seeing them on top of you to seeing them next to you or in front of you, you know? I feel like that's the title of the concept and not the actual tools to uh, to use it but the fact that I'm thinking about it is a good first step I suppose
it's funny how at this point in my life I view stillness or silence or excess time as something of an enemy as uh, something that can bring me down and yet right now it feels quite nice it feels quite lovely just being out here with nothing to do nobody around nothing going on it's quite beautiful actually And I wonder how one incorporates this feeling that is easier to come by, the, the feeling of being in nature, that sense of peace into your uh, regular life, you know? Because this isn't where I spend the bulk of my time. I'm in an office, I'm outside, you know, doing things, working hard, using my body, sweating, thinking real hard, you know, just expending a lot of energy. And so much of it is so difficult. And to have the majority of your life be spent in the constant endeavors of uh, navigating problems, it's quite taxing. But I know that there's times where I could be doing the same thing on different days and have a totally different attitude about it. And that's very important to realize that there's things in me that I'm capable of shifting or perceiving differently that can alter my relationship with uh, challenges and with darkness. Even though the circumstances aren't changing, my outlook on them can. And therefore, my, um, my feelings, my personal experience changes, which is my reality, you know? I don't necessarily have to change my reality or change my um, environment or obstacles to feel better, you know? There's opportunity to find joy within darkness. I feel like I've spent the bulk of my life sort of um, manipulated by my environment, by the people around me inadvertently, you know, whatever's going on with them, whatever's going on around here, I sort of uh, reflect it or take it in. And so the world, to an extent, oh, dictates my mood. And so it's a very attractive premise that I could um, be in the same set of circumstances and feel better anyway without fixing things. 
That's a very beautiful idea. Um, I have two uh, great Pyrenees that live outside with my chickens full time. And I haven't created a system to uh, keep them fed without me being out there every night feeding them. Obviously, eventually I'm just going to, you know, get a big food dispenser and that can last them a week or so. And I fill it up during the daytime and it's all good. But as of today and as of every day for the foreseeable future, I uh, bring down their dinner to them every night. And so I have a solid, I don't know, 20 minute walk from the house to the garden where they live in the darkness. And some nights it's good. Some nights the moon is out and it looks real pretty. I can see everything going on. The stars are gorgeous. And then other nights the clouds are covering all the light and it's pitch black out. And for some reason I refuse to bring a flashlight. And so I'm just walking in pitch black. And uh, more often than not, my mind goes wild. It looks into those tree lines and expects things. Expects monsters, you know, some of them potentially real. A coyote could be out here. A spider could bite me. Could be a snake or two. But my brain has a way of convincing me that there's... Um, even more than that out here. I mean, lately with all the um, talk about aliens, about UFOs, my brain has just been barraged by those concepts. And I find myself looking up all too frequently at night and wondering what's behind that tree as if there's a little gray dude ready to take me away and dissect me. And yet night after night, I'm good. But it's funny how that doesn't stick, that knowledge that most likely I'm gonna be fine doesn't last very long. Because the very next night I'm like, what's gonna get me tonight? What's gonna be the exception that kills me. There's such a impermanence to um, overcoming fear. Doesn't matter how many times you do it, it feels like. It always seems like there's a different angle that fear can come at you with. Like, oh yeah, you, you figured that out. That's not gonna happen. But what if it happens a different way? What if there's some other threat out there? And the longer I'm alive, the more I'm realizing that you can't go through every iteration of a problem or an anxiety and try to rule out all the possible 
dangers around you, you know? You can't make preventative measures to keep yourself safe. I mean, you can to an extent. You gotta be smart, but there's only so far you can go before you become neurotic, like I often am. And it's frustrating when that neurotic desire to um, stay safe starts to impede time that would otherwise be spent enjoying life. It's only so much of it in a day, only so much of it at night. And those two things bleed into each other, you know? If I'm up at 3 a.m. worrying about the uh, lamp that looks like a evil teddy bear or something, then I'm going to take that into the next day and it's going to impact how I experience things. It goes back and forth like that, you know? We go to bed, we wake up, something happens in one, it carries forward with us. But that same principle of uh, momentum has good connotations, I guess. You know, if, if you will a positive uh, action, a good decision into existence, then that same momentum can occur into the night, into the next day, and so on. But it's just work. It's, <laughs> it's so much work to fix oneself. It's so much easier to just let everything uh, go let everything fester than to address things. That's a sneaky natural deception um, that I fall victim to every day, the notion of just letting little things go by, um, overlooking little problems because in the long run they build up and if you don't deal with it you get to the same point that you would if something major happened in your life something catastrophic but this is challenging in a different way because oh somebody's shooting. It's challenging in a different way because you can't pinpoint the million little things going on. It's hard to uh, navigate challenges when there's so many things playing a role in what's bothering you.
it's funny how my brain <laughs> is now hyper-focused towards the, uh, the dude shooting out here. You know, it's just a neighbor having a good time. But my brain was all over the place. Like, uh, it had this wide thing going on. And now it's sort of locked into this, this uh, gunfire. And that's darkness, right? That same mentality of um, tunnel vision, you know, of getting, of filling up your perspective with negativity. Because <laughs> we're this like, uh, we're this bucket and we can only hold so much stuff. And depending on where you're looking or what you're thinking about, you're choosing what's going in that bucket. And right now I'm filling my bucket with bullets. Ah, baby. Oh, such a sweet puppy dog. <laughs> 